Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. Welcome along, folks, to another Glory Days. Glory Days. Actually, this is, is this the last... No, is it? No, this is not the last one before our holidays, is it? Uh, no, we've one more. We definitely, yeah, we're one here more. next week. Yeah, we're here to sort of say farewell to everyone uh, as we head off for a couple of weeks and hopefully survive as Jim McCabe goes off to nice places, <laughs> venturing like someone who still tolerates his horse shit. And I... <laughs> plow my lonely way uh, around you'll be doing some sort of um, exotic carry on somewhere will you oh uh, yeah probably in Cork or Sligo <laughs> or Dundalk or somewhere like that do you know something I, like um, uh, I think one of, the, one of the things that we should have proposed for you with, like you know uh, maybe a television show remember we were saying that you kind of get those people who kind of they always manage to blag themselves a television show that you think well how in the name of God would you like you know whatever Joanna Lumley's Australia or yeah Somebody else's blooming and it's European oh. adventure, and you're like, so basically they're just going to film you having a massive holiday. Yeah, and it's always like people who aren't famous for doing that thing. Yeah, you know, like they never get, like if someone was going to space, they wouldn't ask, you know, your man, whatever his name is, Chris, what's that fella's name? Rock. He's an astronaut anyway. But they, yeah, they'd ask. They wouldn't ask him. They'd get uh, no. Stephen Fry or something. Yeah. And send them to space. And he'd be like, yeah, you I'm don't here get... in the, you know, even like, this is, what's the reference point? You Are don't you... get it. Like, they don't just pick a geography teacher. No, they don't. To go, re- yeah. to go around. Like you said. Visiting countries. Joanna Lumley does a niece. You're like, what's, how do they put those two things together? Yeah. You know, like, why don't they just have. You see, with you, it would have been fantastic. Because you would have had the opportunity, kind of like, no, I, I, you know, I don't want you to take this literally, but you know, similar to the sort of an idiot abroad kind of idea. Yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of like you'd have a very unique take, let's say, on what would be considered, you know, culturally appropriate in the specific countries that you visited. I spot. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, you'd have a, you'd have a, you'd have a, a different sort of insight. Yeah, because I've travelled quite a lot, and now I couldn't be asked, so it would have to be like really, um, you know. Different, you'd yeah. have to be like, uh, yeah. So I, but I, you I, could show them the error of their ways. Directly, imagine that. Imagine that, like, uh, traveling around the world, telling people what you think they should be doing. Yeah, that, now, see, they, if that's not the, an idea for a television show, I don't know what wouldn't is. Wouldn't that be a great? I'd actually watch that. Some lad from a chipper going into a Michelin restaurant saying, "Now I'm going to show you the right way to do it." Okay, none of this fancy foo foo shit. Right? Yeah. We're going to spatter some burgers here. We're gonna People are some... hungry, you know. Yeah. If it doesn't come in batter, it doesn't come out. It's that simple. It would be brilliant to flip stuff things on their head That's like that. That's exactly the way it should be. And yeah. it's because I keep rem- I remember that time you told me about um, when you were in Japan. Yeah. Was it, no, was it Japan? Anyway, wherever. Where um, somebody claimed, somebody who was part of your party claimed to speak the language. Do you remember that? that, it, that was, it was actually in Hong Kong. Is that where uh, yeah, we, were, we were getting our visas to go to China. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because we needed our work permits to do the gigs there, and uh, we we got we were in this thing, like the communist headquarters things. Of, you have to collect your visas in Hong Kong. Yeah, and we were walking around the building, and I was there to a woman. I need to, to a visa for four days or whatever it was, uh, mainland China, and she's like hadn't a clue what I was saying. Yeah, and then your man beside the English guy goes, "No, you have to speak English," she said. You have to sort of you, He didn't say that You have to say it in their accent And I went I'm not doing it I'm yeah. not walking around The Chinese embassy going Hello can you yeah. I'm not doing it I am not doing it Yeah That is not happening Like And he goes No no And then he looked at her And he goes uh, You know 
visa for the Midnight China and he gave the name and then she goes, well, why didn't he say it? That's what she said. I was like, this is the most ludicrous. I was like, I, I'm never, I'm not doing this. This, like, uh, it was oh b- bananas, yeah. Was there actually a, was there a story um, uh, or was it just urban uh, legend that some a judge once asked that in a court case if somebody spoke a, a language like German or something or I don't know was that a, was that a, I remember your man that did Nelson Mandela's funeral and he spoofed up he could do sign language and he couldn't what? do it yeah and he just stood on the side of the stage just moving his hands around as everyone was talking so he could get a payday but he, he couldn't actually joking. do it. Yeah, yeah. Internationally televised event. Internationally televised event, and he he hadn't a clue what he was doing. He was just doing like um, charades. Sounds like freedom. Yeah. Or do you, or, <laughs> yeah. Or like a tic tac man on on a, on a race course. Four to one. Yeah. On number seven. Four to one. Yeah. Resuscitation. Reincarnation. Whatever. Yeah. It's crazy stuff. Oh my god! And I've always wondered as well because you know when you have what well, I've learned Spanish for a while, right? Yeah. I, was, I love learning a bit of Spanish, and you have to learn it in the Spanish accent. Like yeah. you have to do it, you know. So because they won't understand, so you have to like you can't say dos cervezas for me amigo Jimo por favor. You can't. It has to be you know dos cervezas por favor por mi mis amigo. You know you have to do it that way. Like, but it never works the other way. Do you know, like, you never see the Spanish coming over here and, like, walking around. Yeah! Has anyone got a change of a tenor? Yeah, yeah. All right, Tony, two points when you're ready, yeah? Yeah, yeah, he goes home. How was how was Ireland? Ah, oh, you shut your hole, you. I'm after being over there freezing for three months. Like, You're right, yeah. Yeah we, don't, yeah, we don't seem to... They don't seem to embrace the Irish yeah, accent quite as much. Not to the same level, yeah. It doesn't yeah. seem to have it, yeah. But so. I, I still like the idea, though, of you setting off telling people where they're, you know, the error of their ways. You know, like telling them that they're they're just wrong in various kind of yeah. pursuits that well, they have. Uh, yeah, I... I <laughs> who might tell anyone what's wrong? Like, ah, I think it'd be worth, it'd be worth uh, a crack. Especially if I was there to monitor it all the time. Because that's the most important thing, is that I blag something out of it. Isn't it funny, though, the way you do start to think you're an expert in stuff really, really fast? Yeah. Like, I, this, I, so, the other day, so, the other day, for the first time in my life, and maybe the last time ever, I went to a Michelin star restaurant, you know, and it, so, I don't know, how many courses is it again? You did it as well. Um, uh, ten or God, something. God, yeah, it must be ten. It must be ten courses. They bring it out, and by the time they, go, they brought out the pigeon legs, which was course <laughs> number seven or something, I had decided I was a, I was a, a restaurant critic of the highest order. You yeah. Know? So I'm there with a pigeon leg in my mouth, <laughs> sucking a little bit of meat up, mm, mm, you know, like this, and uh, drinking the wine. I said, mm, yeah, not the best. I thought. Oh man, that was. You know, <laughs> uh, there was the person yeah. next to me going, yeah, I mean, it was, it was hot. yeah. I, 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 I would have to say the the raspberry round thing was better. Uh, <laughs> Like it's amazing, yeah. And also the thing is, um, you know what you do, and like we did the other thing, the um, when we were in Powers Court, right? Yeah. And you find yourself um, when you're talking to people, and you you suddenly adopt as though you know what you're talking about. Oh yeah. You do the thing where um, you're going. Oh, now it's beautiful the way that goes with it. The acidity that's coming from the wine oh, yeah. there with the is cutting through the, oh, yeah. the, the the creaminess of the cheese. And she's telling you and all, and you're like, yes, mm, mm, yes, yeah, mm. yeah. And I'm getting a, vin- a vin- like you know when people uh, yeah. do that thing, I'm getting kind of vanilla. Oh, the worst is when vanilla? they ask no. you, they're like, you know, what do you, what's your, what are you getting off that? You're like, mm, um, 
bacon. They're like, no, there's not, no, there's no bacon in it. It's it's wine. Yeah. Uh, but the yeah. Way, that's yeah. the trouble, you see. Nobody thinks nobody thinks of the stuff that's supposed to be in it. Right, yeah, so yeah. if they asked you and I, I'd be you know, we'd be thinking taste. You're going, what am I getting? Am I getting like what is it? Like, I don't know. Yeah. What is that taste? But you never think of turning around and going, Mmm, I'm getting yeah. leather. What? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Not, Are you I... getting yeah? Oh wow, yeah. I'm getting yeah, um, yeah, leather and and um, and forest forest stick. That's what I'm getting from it. That's what I'm going to do. The that's next. What, that's the only way you get away with that. The stuff. next time I'm in a fancy place like that, I, I'm going to like because the last time I had wine was out of a box in about 1998, <laughs> sitting in a field, and the, like and then I'm sitting there in this restaurant and I'm doing the whole swilling, swishing it around and yeah. smelling it and all that. And next time I'm doing, I'm going to go. Yes, yeah, needs a bit of salt, please. Uh, <laughs> Bit of salt and pepper, thank you. Yeah. It'll, it'll bring it to life, you know. Couple Be- of, a couple of cubes of ice and a bit of salt and pepper, imagine. Because, like, you have, uh, where, how do these people dream stuff up? Like, that restaurant, right? When you, if you do the non alcoholic, the non wine, you do the non alcoholic tasting version. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, they do things like, you know, these um, cocktails or whatever, and there's like burnt hay and stuff in it. Burnt hay? Burnt hay. And it's in the glass, like bits of floating burnt hay. And you're supposed to eat it. You see, I wouldn't know what to do with well, that. You see, I wouldn't either. And so I, don't, I didn't have it. That's why I went for the alcohol. But anyway. Yeah. No, but I'm just saying, like, how would you dream? How would somebody dream up uh, something like that? If you're putting together a cocktail and somebody shouldn't be. Mm, yeah, yeah. If I put in some burnt hay. Burnt hay, yeah. yeah and actually some, yeah. Some cinders and a little bit of skid mark yeah. from the front driveway. Oh, yeah, but yeah. It needs a... Uh, just a just a, a, a dipped shoelace for a while, just you know, in and out, like a like a tea bag, just in and out, like a light, no problem. And it's gas, and you go to these fancy places as well, and like this, I was sitting there, and there was all, the one good thing about it was it wasn't dressed, like yeah. the whole table was very simple. Yeah. So it was just literally a white tablecloth, one knife, one fork, that was it. So yeah. they changed it every time we bring a course, and then. They, uh, they brought out two little pieces of bread at the start. Right. And the person that was with going, Jesus, I don't know what to do. I said, well, it's fucking one knife <laughs> and a piece of bread. I mean, like, what? Like, what do you, what do you fucking Have a think? guess. Have, have a guess. guess. Go, go yeah. mad and go have a mad. guess. Go mad. Use whatever you see. See if you get it wrong. See if you get it fucking wrong. Anything. Just you, you go mad. And I was all cocky. And I ate the whole bread thing. And then they came down with the butter, yo, which was a, which was supposed to be the fancy, you know, they got, this is butter. And then they realised I'd already eaten all the bread. And they were like, I'll just get you another one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, she, I was like, oh, God. Like, obviously the bread wasn't the best, but it was the, yeah. it was just some sort of fancy butter that, yeah. Oh. yeah. And you do, and uh, you do find yourself getting so self-conscious. Like, oh, big time. Because even when, you know, when you do the, those tasting things or whatever, like we were doing a similar thing, as I say, on the Friday, right? And, and I missed, I missed it, Horn. Yeah. I don't know how I missed it. I was paying attention and I was keeping up and whatever, but I ended up with the wrong fucking whiskey for oh, the you wrong did, thing. Yeah, yeah. And I had a whiskey left over. That's and brilliant. Stuff, and it was. I had to go back on it. I had to go back. You had to go back. Yeah. So you were having the chocolate slimes. I had to go back. Jim and was still there with the pepperonis or cheese or something. 
<laughs> it was, it was, you're all self-conscious. You think you've like it's, it's a wonderful experience, and, you think, and suddenly you're like, oh, jeez, I'm about to embarrass myself. Yeah, now. Yeah. Look at me with the wrong whiskey, with the wrong cheers. This is, this is it. And when we did the thing with the bread, she left a little bit of bread over, yeah. and then the very next course was this sort of avocado-y, spready thing. It was like a tempura thing, whatever, and there was a bit left. And I was there going, do you think I could use the bread to rub it around? And she was there. Yeah, I keep sketch. I keep sketch. As if we were going to be like yeah. getting get struck, you know. You do have to you do have to question whether you're in the right environment when somebody's keeping sketch yeah, while you're, you're eating your while you're dipping your bread. It's like you're paying hundreds of quid for the pleasure of being in the kip oh. and then you're getting you're, you're yeah. too afraid to eat a bit of bread off keep, the table. Keep sketch. Keep sketch. I'm gonna pretend I'm tying me lace. <laughs> Actually, just speaking of fancy food, right? Uh, we did, we were talking on the show during the week. Um, actually, one of the best bits that we have for you uh, is the uh, <laughs> the amount of times that, that that happens that you eat something and you've no idea what it's called or or what it is, what it, yeah, or anything like that. The amount of stuff that we that we kind of hear about or is on menus or whatever, and none of us know haven't a clue what it actually is. So we were eating horse burgers for twenty <laughs> years and didn't even know it. <laughs> So you'll get, you'll get to hear that again. Um, also, um, speaking of horse, yeah. we ended up having a chat um, about um, about those times when, I suppose, when you're genuinely telling the truth, you are telling the truth. But it's too unbelievable, yeah. Nobody yeah. believes no you. No one takes it Nobody brilliant. believes you. And, and one of my favourite people, despite the fact that I've never met the man, one of PJ's good mates came into the conversation as well, so you'll get to hear that as well. Um, also, on the subject of, uh, of names and stuff, uh, there was... Um, <laughs> there was a situation where somebody unfortunately well ended up unfortunately naming a stand the football club unfortunately named a stand after a mass murderer yeah which is was just as I say unfortunate uh, but it did lead us down an unusual path yeah it did yeah yeah there were, there were great names like mm. you know be careful who you fall in love with there, that's you know, the motto make sure it's a choice yes exactly <laughs> make sure and also um, uh, Rod Stewart featured on the show during the week um well, not really featured, I suppose. It was he was on holiday, and um, and he took us. He took he made it a family holiday. He took away the kids. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just just as kids are <laughs> like pretty much old, knocking old, on the door, getting the bus pass. The bus. Yeah. <laughs> some of them. Anyway, so listen. Have a listen to some of the best bits from during the week. We'll talk to you very shortly. Glory days. The best of morning glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. This woman, um, she's a journalist uh, from Brazil, and she was she uses her Kindle, you know, to relax. And mm. after a day's work and writing scandal or whatever she does, she sits down and she likes to read on her Kindle. Uh, and she posted up a video online, actually, of these. She went to her Kindle and those ants managed to get inside it. Ants? Uh, yeah, they got inside the kin- Kindle. So she has this, like, um, video of the ants sort of running in and out of the charging port and them all covered the uh, screen and the whole lot. And she thought, whatever, like, you know, you bat them off or hopefully they crawl out and, or something. But then she realised that the ants had bought books on her Amazon account. <laughs> and she didn't want the books. Any particular t- were they ant-related wouldn't titles? Wouldn't you love to know? Was I it know. A, a biography of Adam? Aunt Sylvania. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. Uh, so I, they don't tell us what books they bought, but they bought books on her Amazon account. And she, of course, tried to contact Amazon and says, I didn't buy those books. Amazon, or uh, ants did. Uh, and they... Don't believe a word of it. Like, well, it's the most fairness, ludicrous story Yeah, if ever. somebody said to you, no, it wasn't me, it was the ants. What? 
I know, yeah, yeah. Did they, they uh, ants operated your Amazon account <laughs> to buy a couple of books. Ants are interested in that, are they? I know, you'd be like, I suppose the dog at your homework as well. <laughs> it's up there where the bus broke down. Like, some, you just, you'd never. Yeah. It's the ultimate in a big boy did it and ran away. It really is, yeah. <laughs> it but wasn't she, me. But she she swears it is and she can't win it because nobody, uh, nobody believes her story. And that's what you're saying. Truth is stranger than fiction, I think. Actually, we all have some story like that. I, yeah, because to be fair, that is, like, there's no way that's... I mean, there's just no way you'd believe it. I mean, it's it, to be fair, you'd say, okay, bit of creativity. Yeah. You know, wasn't trying to claim, oh, somebody did it by accident or, you know, somebody stole it or whatever. Ants, create, you know, did it. But, like, you'd go, that's ridiculous. Yeah, Get I know. off the stage. Just pay for the blooming things. And everybody has these stories. I know someone that says, she was sitting in a pub. And a fella walked into the pub, right? Yeah. Went straight into the toilet and never came out. That's what she said. That's the thing. And there's, no to- there's only a tiny window that a person could fit through. You know, you hear all these supernatural things. So, you know. So, so she, she's claiming that this. And nobody believes that this happened. Nobody believes that it happened. She swears it happened. Yeah. You see, that's the thing, actually. How frustrating is it? Like, say that woman, right? It genuinely happened with the ants. How frustrating is it when you're actually telling the truth? Yeah. And nobody believes And nobody you. believes you. People think you're just making up something it's like, stupid. It's like the way I still don't believe you about your mate with the weird ball in his head. That's happened. Jim McCabe, <laughs> I swear to God, that happened. On my elbow's life, we were walking down the road. It was Christmas Eve. Yeah, babe. <laughs> it, and yeah. you just wandered out of the drunk tank. No, we didn't. This is why you won't believe me. This is why he won't. We were walk. I swear to God, we were walking down the road in Belgrove Road in Clontarf, right? Yeah. And a ball, like a football of light, came around the corner. No beam now, just an isolated ball of light came out of a lane, went round the corner, and went into me mate's head and never came out. Wow. Ma- I'm. Yeah. You see, you still don't believe me. I swear. I swear it happened. Yeah. It you're, did. You, you're, you're sounding a bit like, you know, our, that, that, that other mate of yours that I love, uh, John. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're sounding like, you're not going to believe it, Head. <laughs> He's a, like John, poor old John. He Everything goes wrong for him. He's the most unlucky person in the world. And that's why every time you meet him, he starts his conversations with, you're not going to believe what's after happening. <laughs> like we were doing a gig in Vicker Street and a horse robbed his notes on Thomas Street. Like that's, yeah, you horse. see, that's what I'm saying. It's very hard to, but like, you'd say, okay, cr- creative in fairness, rather than saying I lost them or, you know, whatever, they got, yeah. they fell out down a shore. But a horse. But he came in, he goes, horses, and they're taking me notes. Yeah, he goes, oh, my notes blew out of my hand, and a horse stood on them and wouldn't give them back. <laughs> Yeah, he had to come in without his notes. Sir, I don't know what I'm going to do. And he's, the unfortunate thing is he calls everyone horse. So he's like, the horse took my t- notes, horse. What am I going to do, horse? And the best line was, was when, when he was explaining that he was actually talking to the horse going, please, yeah, horse. please, horse. I have to do a show. It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. As I say, he is now our official bon viveur. Because I, oh, he Jim. only appreciates the good life now, PJ. Basically, if he's not if he's not being served uh, the finest of foods and beverages, uh, he's just not happy. And um, it, we, like we had a glorious start to the weekend, to be fair. Clint and, uh, and PJ and myself, we, we um, had a fabulous tour and a fabulous time 
we were we were dined and we were looked after beyond belief by the uh, fabulous people in the Paris Court Distillery. A great way to start a bank holiday weekend. I swear to God, it's it was just amazing. Looked after us so well. Like yeah. we were had walking around smiling like Russian billionaires. We were. <laughs> you want to see it? Oh, and I can't recommend it enough. The tour, and then if you're doing the um, the, the sort of lunch tasting thing, just fantastic. Absolutely, just out of this world. And then, of course, that wasn't enough for PJ. No, because no. then he had to go the next day. He had to go to a, a double Michelin star restaurant. Oh, it was brilliant. I lost my peasant friends, Jim McCabe, <laughs> and headed off to the high life. Um, you know, I was in uh, Leah, I think it's yeah. called Two Star Michelin Restaurant. Unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah, another fantastic lunch thing of tasting and wine and everything. Always drink responsibly. Always drink responsibly. Oh, I was And there. all of that sort of stuff. So, and, and the, but the interesting thing about it is, did he know anything he was eating? Did I know? No is the answer. <laughs> but it was absolutely incredible. Yeah. Uh, but I will say... Um, looking at this story this morning, I I, know, I understand completely where they come from, right? Right. Because you hear a lot of words about food and you don't know what they are. And especially where I was, you know, um, you, I, I'm not sure if they'd let you in, but uh, where I was, <laughs> they, uh, they do this thing where they, you know, they explain to you every dish. Yeah. You know, so for instance, a pigeon came out, like, or, yeah. or, or his legs anyway, there's like two pigeon legs and all. And they did the claw and the whole lot was on them, like, and everything. Yeah. And they were, like, doing the whole, this a pigeon is uh, from France. I was like, thank God he's not from O'Connell Street. You cigarette butts coming out of him and everything. I was like, this pigeon yeah. is from France, and he uh, was fed on only the best oats and whatever. But, uh, and, of course, he was fed vigevant, um, which is the side of chicon <laughs> I'm like, I haven't. And I'm nodding along like I know what they're talking about. Absolutely. Like, well, you don't want to let the side down. Yeah, yeah. You I'm always have to chime yeah. in with a sort of, oh, right. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then you get the whole, and I'm sure you've noticed as you put the pigeon into your mouth that the um, ambiance du chaud in the wine... <laughs> Um, it complements it perfectly yeah. to a to a state of I would say hermotutus, and you're like I haven't a clue. Just in case anybody thinks that the radio's gone funny, <laughs> none of these words are real. Are they? <laughs> that's just speech is impersonation yeah. of words. Jim, excuse me, that's exactly what you said. <laughs> well, it turns out you're not alone. I'm not it turns alone. out we're all in the same boat here, and yeah, and particularly with one food in in, in specifically, is with it? seafood? Yeah, apparently when it comes to seafood, less than ha- well, less than half of the people in the world know what they're talking about. Like uh, only forty percent of people know what gravidax is, uh, which I didn't until I read it. I'll be honest with you. And the, what, you, just actually, is that? Is that that's a fish of some sort? Is it, it what, n- or seafood of some sort? Philistine, Jim. What uh, is it? It's cured salmon with dill white. Oh, it's <laughs> gra- gravel. Oh, gravelax, is it? I don't know. I said gravidax, did I? Oh, sorry, Jim. Gravidax. Gra- is there a D in it anyway? Is it a silent D? Uh, that's not. That's beside the point. Because that's on the menu up in the Roundwood Inn for years. And you don't. And I've never, I've never known what it was. You see, this is what it is. Yeah, yeah. so here now you know it's cured salmon with dill white. Dill. Well, gam- oh, I thought you said gambus was in it. No, that's a different one. Gambus is prawns cooked in garlic. I knew that. Did you? I did know that. Gambus. Okay. Yeah. What, uh, yeah. They, they, I, I wouldn't have You never that. get enough of them. Don't order it. You're, they give you about five prawns full of oil. <laughs> you never get enough of them. Um, a sort of, uh, what else is there? Creviche or ceviche. Um, it, well, that's raw fish of some... Clint, Clint's having a small breakdown well, out there. What, uh, I don't know. You're, you know the way he's a globetrotter. I know. He's a, a real foodie. He, 
Oh, ceviche. ceviche. Of course it is. I, uh, Make an effort, will you? God, no so wonder s- you don't know what it is. You're not even saying it right. I'm so sorry I started the story. Now, Clint's looking at me like, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. What did you eat for dinner yesterday, pedigree chum? <laughs> yeah. He's like, <laughs> call yourself a bon viveur. <laughs> You don't know what. Oh, yeah. God, uh, I think you just got thrown out of the two Michelin star club. I, de- I definitely I think did. just literally ejected you there. I'd say the door he closed. He was an absolute charlatan. I'd say with the he door closed. He didn't know his ceviche. He didn't know his ceviche from his gambas. Uh, yes, but there's a, there's a lot of them, like uh, frito misto. Apparently I've heard of that now. An Italian dish, mussels. Is that a and, soup, is it? An, an, no, a deep fried fish. Ah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Is that a soup? <laughs> oh, I've heard of that. The soup. No. Deep fried fish. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's brilliant. All the laughing you did at me. Oh, yeah. Deep fried soup. <laughs> no. Have we tried that? No, we haven't actually we tried deep fried soup. We should give that a go. Deep fried soup. And yeah. now we know the name of it. Yeah, we do. But it's not the one you just gave. Frito Misto. Oh, no, it's not. That's the actual soup. Oh, for God's sake. This is very hard. Uh, yeah, so we don't know. Like it's, it's just we haven't got a clue. People don't know that sashimi is just raw fish on its own. They don't know all these things. Uh, so seafood menus. We, like, I suppose in Ireland, like we we live on an island nation. You'd think we'd yeah. be really good. We're with surrounded fish. by. Yeah, and all we know is Captain Birdseye and Donegal Catch. Like yeah, it's a kind yeah. of a disgrace, really. You know. Yeah, and uh, um, and smoke cod. Smoke cod. Yeah. yeah, smoke cod, fresh cod. A smoke cod, fresh cod, and if yeah, you're or, over seventy, and some goujons maybe. Goujons. Or if you're over 77, you still ask for a bit of Ray. Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. Southend United, um, the football club, they got new sponsors, right? Um, Gilbert, good luck, you'd say. Good luck, you'd say. You'd say very good luck. Yeah, well done. Um, getting behind the team. They were relegated not so long ago and the, um, they're hoping to get promoted again. And then local estate agents, Gilbert and Rose, um, gave them enough money that they could print off like... Um, you know, season tickets and cards and everything with the full names of the sponsors on it. Gilbert and Rose, they were the owners, were they? Or they're the new owners. They're the new sponsors. Or the new sponsors. The new big time sponsors. Oh, and they've okay. named the stand after the sponsors, you know. Fair play. Uh, the only problem is, is that their second name is West. So, um, Rose West is now the name um, of the sponsors, who just happens to be the exact same name of one of the most famous murderers in British history. Right. And, so, you're uh, saying they now have a stand called the Rose West Stand? Pretty much, yeah. And now they don't. Oh, my And now God. they're panicking, and they have to get rid of it. They have to get it taken back. They have to try and reissue season tickets, and it's a disaster for them. I mean, them. you'd imagine your woman herself would have said, look, Sam, mightn't have been the great idea. You know, my name is, is Rose West. It's probably not the best thing to be sticking on your stand. Yeah, just leave it at Gilbert and Rose. <laughs> Nobody has to have the Gilbert yeah. and Rose West stand. The you Gilbert know. and Rose stand would have been grand, wouldn't it? Yeah, but there you go. Gilbert and Rose West, uh, so... Unfortunate. Oh, very unfortunate. To say the least. And and like, be careful who you fall in love with too, because you know that you know the way uh, they used to put it in the papers, and you still see it online. People what, like wedding announcements. Yeah, and they give you the double barrel thing. So like, Tends maybe to be high society, doesn't it? Yeah. So if we got married, it'd be like you know, um, PJ Gallagher McCabe, or whatever. You know, they do that sort of thing. Oh yeah, when they do the the Gallagher and McCabe wedding, will be taken. Yeah, I know all what that you're sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, because some couples have got it so wrong. Like one wedding, the um, the names were poor and sap. Uh, so it ended up being the. <laughs> 
<laughs> the poor sap wedding. Yeah, the poor sap wedding. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's great, That's, isn't it? Yeah. And then there was another one uh, called uh, The Stokers Married the Dailies. Uh, so um, it was like Amanda Stoker Daily um, became one of the names. It just, you, you see, you just. Stoker. You kind of have to. Stoker Daily. Yeah, you have to. And uh, there was a Speedy and a Zipper um, that got married, which is kind of two unusual names anyway. But being married to a guy called Speedy Zipper, uh, it doesn't. You know, yeah, you know what you're getting into. Yeah, and uh, the Moors married the Bacon, uh, married into the Bacon family, so more bacon uh, became yeah, the that name. That sounds like a fantastic. That's actually a good one, isn't more it? More bacon. Yeah, yeah. All, that's that's a good the, one all the time. But then there's like the the loonies, <laughs> <laughs> and this is true. Now I'm not making this up. This isn't me. Like having the the loonies married a family called the Wards, and it's um. The, the Mr. Loon- and Mrs. Looney Ward. The Looney Ward wedding. The Looney Ward. That's, that sounds like that sounds like the one of the only ones I've ever wanted to go to. Yeah, yeah. You want to go to the Looney Ward wedding? Oh yeah, and the long wee is the other. Uh, uh, a long wee wee. Look, um, the long uh, wee wee engagement. Yeah, yeah, long wee wee. Some of them are brilliant, you know. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> That's a brilliant look at that one there. The Hardy family married into the Har family. Yeah, so, so it was the Hardy Har wedding. Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. Hardy Har. Hardy Har. Rachel and Dan. Hardy Har uh, wedding. Oh my God. Uh, and then the Gorys married uh, into the Butcher family. So Gory Butcher. Like, they go on brilliant. The Gory Butcher. Yeah, one wedding. of my favourite ones is the Cockman marrying the Dickman. Uh, it's, it's like, you know. That's I think, I think we know where you're going with that one. Gary Cockman Dickman. What a name. What an amazing name. And look at Bush and Hacker. Bush Hacker. Like, some of these are just... They're, they're like, I, I can't even say some of them. I'm actually afraid to say oh, some of them on the radio. You know? I know, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but that, I'm sure there's been situations like that in companies or, you know, in any sort of situation. Maybe there's actual wedding situations out there. Maybe there are couples out there who who literally had to, you know, it's not so much of an Irish tradition, is it, to announce it in the papers? Uh, in not advance? anymore. We used to do it years ago. I remember. If, if anybody has, like, if anybody, you know, if... If two kind of surnames came together and to collided. form one, yeah, one yeah. piece of hilarity, like, do let us know. Like, or if there is another a company out there who got it so wrong and ended up naming their, you know, something after, uh, like, the, yeah, like a yeah. mass murderer. But was, and we all grew up with lads who had mad names. I knew, like, a, you know, the people, like, who had... I had a music teacher called Miss Melody. Like, how perfect how was that? How did that happen? Yeah, how did yeah, that happen? Yeah, you know, yeah. you choose your way or something. Anyway, look at that for a wedding. Coming up soon, Jim, if you want to go. The Gross Panty Wedding. I think we'd fit right in. It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. Uh, we were talking about holidays and just saying that, um, if you're, you know, obviously parents will know all too well that, like, you know, there's a certain time, you know, when you're a parent, obviously, that you, and when it comes to holidays, you have to plan the holiday based on the kind of kids' requirements, right? Oh, of course you do, yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, if you're only getting, like, most people, to be fair, only get the chance at one holiday a year if they're lucky. And so if you're doing the family holiday, you have to plan it around, you know, is there stuff for the kids to do and all that exactly, sort of stuff. Exactly, yeah, yeah. And then it gets to the stage, really, where, you know, maybe the kids get to an age where they don't want to be on, with you on holiday. They want to be doing their own They want to go with their own friends exactly, and start branching yeah. out, yeah. So that sort of, you know, there's that, you know tipping point where they sort of might come with you they might not be into going with you on holiday or whatever unless you're Rod Stewart unless you're Rod Stewart he's away with his family now he's away with Penny Lancaster Um, she's 51 he's 77 Um, and they've taken the kids away on a trip 
Uh, so right. they have. They're lovely. away now in Italy at the moment, actually. They posted a lovely family photograph yesterday. Um, and he's there with his children, Kimberly, who's 42. Um, Sean, who's 41. <laughs> Alistair, who's 16. There's a bit of a gap there. Uh, but his daughter, his eldest daughter, who is 58, uh, couldn't make it, <laughs> uh, unfortunately. Like, yeah. I, I know, like, I, I guess, okay, they're happy to travel together or what, yeah. but like you said. It's just the idea of, of, they've presented it as very much he's brought the kids away for a holiday. Yeah, they have. Just you know I mean? And making it sound like, you know, like your typical family holiday where you'd have to say to the kids, look, I'm going to, I'm going to drop you off to the, the Crocodile Club. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll come back and collect you when I'm finished, right? Exactly. So Kimberly and Sean, who are 46 and 42, you can imagine, a, we, what, go in there. I don't want to go in there. I want to drink if, if fizzy yeah. drinks and have fun, Dad. We're going for dinner at, we're going down for dinner at half seven, right? Okay. I don't, I want to, I don't, I want to, I just, can I stay here? No. Yeah. No, you cannot. No. And you're like, please. And then you can eat all, eating all the strange foods. That's always a problem for parents, isn't it? There's sauces touching my eggs. My it's, fish fingers taste funny, man. It's quite, I mean, look, I suppose when you're, you know, when your dad's a multi-millionaire, I suppose the idea of going on holiday with him probably has a different sort of feel to it. Yeah, I guess it for, does. Than for the rest of us. I suppose so. You and know. like, he's going to have sweets and he's going to have all of that and he's going to set everyone up. It won't be like, you know, when you went to Spiddle and it lashed rain and this was like the big family holiday. You remember that back in the day and you're, you'd rent a cottage or you'd get one of those hotel rooms where your man and dad sleep in one and there's the door in between. Remember <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah. Into where the kids and were. That's if, you, that's if you were lucky. You might have oh, ended up in where there was like they, they'd shoehorned in another bed. Oh, that's a room right. That the rack That was bed. only designed for, yeah. for two. Your parents lying on the thing and you're just there in this little rack. Like you're like you're a, an eight-year-old who's just been sent to prison in, in Galway. That's right, yeah. yeah. And sleeping in that on your own and all. And then your parents coming in later. <laughs> stepping over you. Stepping over you and all. Your, your elf has still got the fresh tunes of Perry Como and the fresh breath of Benson and Hedges. You know, you're, you're there like going, this is... Uh, so it's probably, it's probably not, you know, like I say, when you're, you know, uh, Rod Stewart's kids... Even even if you are fifty eight, it's probably probably going on holiday with your dad. Uh, you know, doesn't really, you know, doesn't have quite the same um, uncoolness. Yeah, I that guess it might so. For the rest of us, yeah, yeah, to be yeah. Fair. I imagine. But, I mean, like, what is the cutoff point? What's the? I mean, that's a good question. I don't really know. I know that my friend, um, uh, I won't say his name, but his daughters, uh, they started going on their own holidays, and he lost his mind. Now I can only say. He lost his mind. Really? Yeah, because she was going away for her first holiday. I think she was just gone. She was 17 when she booked it. She'd be 18 when she was going. Do you know that way? Right, so. And he was like, no, I can't deal, I can't deal with it. Peter, I can't deal with it. I'm having a heart attack. I'm having palpitations. He goes, what? Do you know what? Do you know what I'll do? I know what I'll do. This is what you I'll follow her over and I'll say nothing. I was saying, you oh can't do that. He goes, I'll follow her over. I'll stay at the distance and I won't get involved. I said, you were not going to get in anywhere. You're an elfie. You're yeah. an elf. You're going to stand. Uh, yeah. You're going bald. Because somebody, somebody's going to turn around and point out to her. Do you know there's a weird elf over there wearing like uh, two shorts that are too short? Yeah. And and he's a got pair, a pair of a pair, pair, pair of shorts, pair of Doc Martens, and he's and he's looking at you all the time. He's never won't take his eyes off you. You're going to get arrested. 
walking around sweaty in the sun, keeping tabs on your daughter, wondering why you can't get into nightclubs called Ecstasy Palace or something like that. Stay at home. She'll yeah. be fine. That's you have to let her grow up one way or the other. You know. That's the weirdest reaction I've ever heard. Oh yeah, he was Actually freaking going out. Actually, go over there incognito. Incognito, as if you could sit at the back of the plane <laughs> wearing a pair of shades. <laughs> you know. What I mean? <laughs> Hello, Sean. Da, is that you? No, no. Uh, they all standing there with a the newspaper and the two holes cut through it, like a spy from a nineteen seventies detective movie. <laughs> Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. What am I going to come back with? That's it there. You should take me on holidays now. Like that. Like like Rod Stewart's kid. You should bring me away. Get me some armbands. Put us in the pool of Ogre Resort. That's they're, it, yeah, yeah. Like we're Do saying, you reckon I could pass you off as... I could bring, maybe I could pass you off as my eldest son. Yeah, exactly. That's what yeah. we were saying in the podcast last week. I'd be saying your other half would love it if he says, listen, we have to take PJ. He does yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Just he's no... He, you know, we can't leave him at home on his own. Yeah, but it's... Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that'd be good if I convinced her that the... I, the look, I tell you what, right? It won't be that bad. I'll drop him off to the pool every morning. I'll drop him off yeah. to the kids' club, right? Yeah, he'd be grand there. Yeah, and he can do... He can stay. He can do his colouring in. And he can do... He can, you know, he can build his his, his blocks and stuff. Yeah. And then we'll pick him up pick in the evening. Up. We'll pick him up. We'll give him his dinner. And then sure, we'll have him in bed yeah. by 8 o'clock. It's grand. We'll Actually, to be honest with you, that's the one part that'd be true. True. <laughs> yeah. You'd have me out. I'd be out walking around selling watches. For the day, while you're out lying around the pool, I'll be walking around selling me Bolex watches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going, uh, going around telling people the error of their ways. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, you don't want to be cooking it like that. Oh, yeah, sort that out, yeah. That's, it's called Poyeya. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know me. Oh, yeah, in a two Mitchell star restaurant once. Yeah. You don't want to be doing that with it. Yeah, look, I can still taste the pigeon leg. <laughs> Of all of the things for you, for you, of, of all people, to go to a Michelin star restaurant yeah. and end up being given pigeon. Yeah. Literally, uh, like, I mean, the Gikna is one of the most I know. One of the most synonymous things with you. I know, the poor little fucker probably died sat in on an electric wire with a cigarette in his mouth. And next thing he ends up on my plate. The best part, probably it was only the two legs that were left. That were left. <laughs> the, the electrical cord blew the rest off. And somebody came along. I'd be ashamed to waste those legs. Yeah, yeah, I know a fella who'd have them. Doesn't know the difference. <sighs> Tell him it was a baby turkey. Right, shall we leave? Let's leave, so get out of here. You've been listening to Glory Days. The best of Radio Nova's Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. Catch the show live weekdays 6 to 10 on FM, online at nova.ie or on the Nova app.